0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Side Quest Podcast. This is Eric. I am joined, as always, by Justin and Jeff, gentlemen. At the same time, on three. How are we tonight? One, two, three. Great. Boner. <laughs> okay. Uh, I heard a boner. So that sounds fantastic. I'm glad, Justin, that uh, you shared that with us. Thank you very much. That was very personal. Um,
1: you know, I, I like to share my boner with people. What can I say?
0: well okay there we go there we have it folks and we're just going to wrap things up now (laughs) thanks so much (laughs) thanks so much for listening uh but this is an exciting day this is actually i mean i'm trying to think of the last year this must have been maybe 2012 2013 when we had a big console release so the xbox series x yeah and playstation so Xbox comes out Tuesday, and I believe PlayStation's Thursday, so we are we are on the day. This is Xbox launch day. Uh, did you guys order it? Are you going to get it? I know we've talked about it a couple times in previous episodes, but did the excitement build up? Are you ready? I mean, I can't get my hands on one, so... Well... <laughs> <laughs> Not really excited, because I can't even find one. Well, you can for... $985 off eBay, even though the retail yeah, price is <laughs> Buy a new computer for that. I hate that shit. Justin, are you, are you, is it on your radar? Is it something maybe after the holidays you might pick up?
1: Well, so we tried to get one at 10 a.m. when they were released, and we were hitting the button and refreshing the pages and trying to add to cart, and we couldn't get one. Uh, thankfully, a friend was able to secure two of them, and he's gonna send one our way, but it's not gonna the just got notification that it's not shipping until like December thirty first. So okay. there's like a whole lot of like miscommunication that only twenty twenty could bring yeah. with the release of the new console. It's just stupid.
0: Yeah, like, you you think you get a little bit of a win after this whole year of like, all right, we can at least get the Xbox in our hands and play it. And not, it- not quite. <laughs> Yeah, so there's two versions coming out, the Series X and the Series S. So a little bit of a breakdown here. The Series X is the more expensive one. It's around five hundred bucks, and it's got, you know, more storage, more RAM, more power, more drive. And I guess if you're gonna spend that kind of money, you might as well go with the Series X. But you So you don't we... understand why you would get something lower.
1: Wait a second. So you're saying it has more power?
0: It's got yep. more power. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's got expandable storage. It's got external storage. Yeah, that would be. You know what? You brought up a great point, Justin. I just thought about it. It's like Tim Allen, if... if uh, God, what was that show? Home Improvement. <laughs> wow. I, I saved Well, he's listening. There. <laughs> Say yeah. hi to Tim. Hey, Tim. Uh, if that show were on, like, right now, that would probably be one of the topics of the show. Like, he walks in, and Brad's playing his new Xbox, and he talks about how much power it has. And, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah so this is Uh oh there you go okay get it out there that's a good one uh but this is i mean this is a big day i'm trying to think back to the xbox one and i think i got that launch day i think i got like the day one controller and everything um i mean it's just such an exciting time but it's like it's tough to just not necessarily throw away the money, but just like cough up the money to get that big of a purchase, especially around the holidays when you're supposed to actually like, you know, buy stuff for other people. I don't know. Did you guys get the Xbox uh, one on like day one or week one? No, it took me like over a
2: year, year or two to get the Xbox. Uh, just cause I have a PC and most every Microsoft game is on a PC and PC just will always be better than an Xbox. It Just, an Xbox will never be better than a PC. So I never really felt the need to until, like, all of you guys started playing games on Xbox. That's when I decided to get one. Well... Uh, and that's probably the only reason why I have one. Where PlayStation is more of... Uh, they have better
0: exclusives and better single-player games. Well, I think... I mean, I think these new consoles are really going to give PCs a run for their money. Not to the full extent, but I think they've really built these things. I mean, they're maybe for
2: a few months, and then that's it. I mean, they're basically, as you know, Eric, you work in computers. Yeah, those things kind of get obsolete within like a couple months. There's already something newer and bigger out.
0: Well, and they're basically turning them into a PC, right? Like the Xbox is literally just a PC tower, and the PlayStation Five is kind of in a spaceship form. Almost looks like a PC. That's some kit like an Alienware or something. You know? But unlike
2: a PC, you can't uh, upgrade it. Well, uh, you're going to have to buy a whole new system when they release the Xbox One XZ, yeah, which the... is a little bit cooler <laughs> than the original, but give us another $500.
0: One XZ, well, but it's going to be a slim model. With the PC, if there's a new graphics card that comes out, you can swap it out. You, you trim the fat after just, uh, a couple months and you slim it down. Well, I don't know when I'm gonna get it, but I definitely want. It's definitely on my radar. It's definitely on my list. Um, I don't know what other game systems growing up did you guys jump on right away? Like I know, um, you know, for me again, I, I begged and pleaded and had to do the sales pitch to my parents to get one. And I, I always remember it being like a big thing, whether it was a game release coming out or a console release. Like it's almost like our my world kind of revolved around it because all of your friends started getting it. You go over. You have sleepovers. You start playing it. Were there any systems you guys had growing up that were like, you know, huge, I don't know, like day one, you had it, you got your hands on it and you were, I mean, I
2: think for all of us, it's the Nintendo 64 was like when systems became this big thing you had to have. Sure. There was no Nintendo and Super Nintendo and, um, Sega Genesis, but I think the 64 was that turning point when systems became like, Oh my God, we have to have this right now. Yeah.
1: See, I disagree. It was Sega for me when I first really got like deeply involved in video gaming and had to get the new games as they came out. And I skipped 64 in favor of PlayStation. Uh, And I was debating that or Sega Saturn or even a Jaguar when the PlayStation officially hit, but went with the PlayStation and was always a PlayStation guy until probably like 2007 or 8 when I switched to Xbox and said goodbye to PlayStation.
2: And why did you say goodbye to PlayStation? Why did you say goodbye to Final Mm -hmm. Fantasy and Bloodborne and all these great single-player games? What made you say, no single-player, I just want some of these multiplayer games?
1: Because they're better and they're more fun.
2: Than Final (laughs) Fantasy?
1: I got Final Fantasy VII on Xbox, but I have no complaints.
2: But all the new ones since then?
1: They came out on Xbox.
0: Eventually, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they were not as good as Final Fantasy VII, so I had no qualms. <laughs> I miss.
0: I thought I was so cool with my Sega Saturn. Like, I got that system, and it was kind of in the in-between phase where most people still had just, like, Super Nintendo. Or maybe some people had, like, the Sega CD, but I had the Sega Saturn, yes. and it was, like, one step up. And I was like, ooh, look how badass I am. And I just got, and I think a year or so later was when uh, Nintendo 64 came out. And of course, my parents were like, "Well, you—we just got you a system. What do you mean you need a new <laughs> I one?" I when you got the like Sega Saturn, <laughs> and it was—and—and and I honestly—I had like f- Rayman. Yeah, Rayman. They had some good, fun games on there. And then, of course, the N sixty four comes around, and all I want to do is go to my friend's house and play it, and you know, uh, go to like eBay or no eBay was it EB uh, Games or uh, GameStop or one of those stores. Growing up, and you know, Funko Land. Oh God, Funko Land. Get the game. I remember when we got the 64 and the first time
2: uh, your mom called and said, oh, can Eric come over and and play today? (laughs) And we were all going to make a movie outside. You came inside, went straight up to my room, sat down, played 64, didn't come outside once. And then your mom picked you up like hours later. Yeah. It's like, did you have fun with Eric? It's like we never even saw Eric.
0: And then I immediately needed glasses like two days later. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> i was just staring at the screen uh i know this it's just something it's it's great i don't know if you guys have that feeling like it's just it's like a kiddish you know young kid feeling when you get excited about like a new gaming console like you know we're kind of entering this new era this new age of like probably lifelike real time great graphics you know it's up to date with all the latest uh hardware and tv so I feel like it's one of those pivotal moments where, like, the, the technology is finally there. And it's this is almost like the pinnacle because, what, they're going to start streaming stuff in 8K? Like, it doesn't get more real than, like, real life. So, you know, it's almost like we've reached the peak. And how do we, uh, how do you go up from here? Because they tried with VR. Now we have the new consoles coming out. But is there ever going to be, like, a third? And I guess this is my first side quest question. First side question. Uh, is what do you guys think is going to be that next evolution of gaming? What's going to be that experience? Well,
2: I think we're seeing it now with VR. VR is still pretty infantile compared to everything else. So I think VR is that next thing. And the more they keep enhancing it and making it easier for people to get, because Eric, as you know right now, it's getting a VR and playing it on a powerful PC isn't very cheap. Um, but you know, the more strides they have with it without having the sensors and all this stuff. I think we are
0: seeing the new big thing, that and augmented reality. Yeah. And what about, um, Justin, in your in your world over there, what are you thinking? Are you into the VR stuff? Are you more into, um, I don't know, like some kind of experience, like uh, like a Black Mirror episode. I don't know if you guys have watched that show, but like, you know, you plug this chip into the side of your head and it goes into your brain and... All of a sudden you're living it.
1: I think that the technology that exists out there is so strong, especially I'm, I'm going to geek out a little bit on some technology mumbo jumbo, but bear with me. Um, Jeff mentioned, uh, mentioned augmented reality, which is huge. But when you consider the like, connectivity between like AR and like IoT and everything that you can do with um, positioning things through the cloud, and bringing it back home to virtual reality that we can create these unique atmospheres where we can live in environments that are created solely for the purpose of entertainment. Like I don't think we're too far off from that, but I think it is going to be an expensive price point. So I'm all for virtual reality um, and Oculus and everything that we've done and we played Beat Saber endlessly together, but um, I just don't, I haven't pulled the trigger on doing it for my own household yet, but I think we're going to see some really interesting Black Mirror-level shit coming out soon.
0: Yeah, except for the, if anybody's seen it, the Anthony Mackie episode. Uh, that one's very strange. So if you get to that part in Black Mirror, just get ready for it. Just buckle buckle up, because it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, I, I know I'm not trying to bring down the mood a little bit too much, but we did just talk about a couple of legends in the past couple episodes and unfortunately are no longer with with us. Um, one of those was Alex Trebek. We just talked about him our last episode uh, for Jeopardy. So tip of the hat to you, sir. Uh, rest in peace. And then another, another favorite of mine was uh, Sean Connery. Um, I know he was up there in age. He had a, he had a really, uh, full life, you know, um, lots of movies, lots of shows. Uh, do you guys have a favorite Sean Connery movie character or any of the above?
1: I think that he'll always be the iconic James Bond.
0: Yeah. I'd have to agree with Justin. I loved him in the rock. You're gonna say that. No joke. I thought, I mean, oh, and also, of course, Indiana Jones. I mean, uh, being
1: There's nothing wrong with that, Sean. <laughs> he,
0: he, I mean, he had so many icon- iconic characters. And uh, Justin and I were talking offline a little bit before this about why he got out of acting. I found it interesting. I read up on Wikipedia that he actually read the script for Lord of the Rings to become um, Gandalf the Wizard. And then he also read the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And he put down the Lord of the Rings because he said he didn't understand it, he didn't understand the character, it was too high fancy, he didn't really know how it was going to work, um, and we kind of saw how that played out, where Lord of the Rings became this phenomenon, global phenomenon, and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen became, became kind of this, I ain't going to call it like a cult classic, but one of those that's just known for not being the greatest of movies, but I personally, I enjoyed it, it wasn't like a terrible turn off right now movie, but... Uh, it was just interesting that, like, after that happened, he like disappeared from Hollywood altogether. Um, so it's kind of a bummer to see him like not do any uh any follow up Indiana Jones movies or even like super old James Bond. Like, why not? He probably could have had so much parody potential there, on, like, Sardine it Live or something.
1: But yeah, I, no, yeah, you bring up a great point for sure, and I, he's he will be missed, and uh, his work is obviously. Stuff of legends, but um, it's it's so sad to think that we lost Trebek and Connery, and the SNL shenanigans of the celebrity Jeopardy skit. that's one of the like the ultimate best had the two of them in it, and yeah. Uh, now what?
0: Well, and I wonder because I know this is kind of a technology that's really either either expensive or just really difficult to pull off. But like holograms, I don't know if you guys have ever seen those holograms like on award shows star trek yeah oh, well, yeah i mean like the life like i wonder if maybe video games or movies at some point will kind of turn into something like that where you like you just sit on the couch and the movie happens around you and you just set up a, a space where you know the characters can run around and you're watching them like live in real time we can go and like well, that's your kind of
2: what them. augmented reality is yeah i mean it's glasses you can put on that can completely add someone standing there or not uh, same with VR, so maybe a mix of both of those.
0: And then they're actually there, and they see you back as soon as you enter that portal. Well, they can be there right now with VR. You can do something similar. Yeah, I wonder what. Uh, I really wonder what the next in between thing is going to be, because it's got to be some kind of experience. You know, how are they going to up it? Like have like hologram watches or phones where it just hovers above your hand. And I feel like hologram is going to be the way to go. I'm calling it now. Mark the time and date. Um, I think the next technology for gaming and movies and stuff is going to be holograms because all we're going to do anymore is sit around our house because we can't leave.
2: Now, speaking of games, I guess I got a little side quest here for us. Oh, Uh, with the new consoles coming out and we're all hyped about it. um, Both consoles have a few exclusives, or I guess PlayStation has a bit more than Xbox, what are your thoughts on exclusives and which ones are you excited for the most on both consoles?
0: Ooh, I definitely have not done my research enough, um, but I, I have an opinion on exclusives where I understand the business side of it. Like they want you to buy their products, just like Coke versus Pepsi or, you know, whatever car versus whatever car. They, they need to have a gimmick to say like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this because of that. And you you basically, like, have to buy the whole car just because you want the heated seat or something that has, like, pyrotechnics coming out of it. So I was never a fan of it because so many of my friends and people I know, just like you guys, most people have, like, different systems. And it's hard to uh, be able to play with each other because some of my friends are hardcore PlayStation fans. Jeff, I know you said you're, if it wasn't for us, you would just be playing on PlayStation. So I'm excited now that they're having more cross play cross-platform like online uh competitive player or whatever it is but i was never a huge fan of exclusives and they always seem to like go back on their word and like just wait a couple months and, and release it on the other system not all games but some games so uh not a huge fan of it because i don't want to have to buy the other system if i don't have to um, but as far as new exclusives go i haven't checked into it too much nothing caught my eye if cyberpunk 2077 was going to be an exclusive, that would probably be the only one that comes to mind. And I'll shut up now. Now over to Justin.
1: (laughs) I agree (laughs) with you about exclusives. I think it's difficult, but you know, they have to make their money and they have to make their money where their bread is buttered. I kind of wish I have, I have a little bit of a bleeding heart when it comes to the video game industry where I'm like, can't you guys just all play along? With that being said, obviously I'm excited for eventually when the new Halo is going to come out, and that's going to be the deal breaker and why I will most certainly be on the Xbox and maybe on
2: the PlayStation.
0: Jeff, what about you? Where are you at?
2: Yeah, I just don't know.
0: I don't know. The exclusives are
2: kind of annoying, especially now that uh, Microsoft and Nintendo kind of collaborated and... Sony's just still doing their thing. And what sucks is Sony has, I believe, the best, like, single-player story-driven games. Xbox just doesn't have anything. Uh, I mean, you get games like, you know, uh, for PlayStation, like the Spider-Man game, the new one that's coming out. And then you get God of War, which is incredible. I think my brother actually considered that the... Character in it, his son, to be his son in real life. And he showed his girlfriend, and she didn't really understand what he was saying. <laughs> but the game, these games are like really powerful. And you know, the new Final Fantasy 16 and Odd World, and there's just a lot of like really cool games, new ones like Ghostwire, Tokyo. Just and it's unfortunate that's all on PlayStation because now. I have to get an Xbox in order to play, say Marvel with you guys, or something like that. But in order to play all these cool games like Godfall coming out, I have to get a PlayStation uh, because it's just on PlayStation. Uh, so it's I, for me, it sucks because now I got to buy two systems.
0: <laughs> that plus is,
2: the PC I have.
0: That is that is the definition of first world problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to buy both systems. Damn it! Uh, I. And again, for me, it's I, I will I will say it time and time again. I just don't like after the PS2 and after once the Xbox um, Xbox 360 controller came out, I cannot part with it. I just love the Xbox controller so much. If I touch a place PlayStation controller, I don't like it. I don't like the buttons. I don't like the layout. It's too small. Maybe because I have giant hands, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna break it's- it.
1: It's a puny little thing. It, yeah. That is, I'm glad that you bring it up. It's like a child's
0: yeah. controller. So take that, Jeff. Two against one. Boom. You looking for this? Um. <laughs> <laughs> take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> So so we're going to try something new here and pivot a little bit, and we're going to spin a wheel of side quests. So think about it almost like Wheel of Fortune, but I put a few side quests up on here from some of our fans that have been listening to the show, and I thought it would be fun to just spin it around and see where it lands on, and whatever one we have, we'll talk about it for a little while. So you guys, you guys want to do this with me?
1: Huh? Let's do it. All right. right. I'm
0: actually, I've, wheel. I've actually got a wheel spinner sound in the background here, so I know you guys can't hear it, but I'll tell you when to shut up. So shut up. All right. Spinning. Here we go. Which one is it? Oh, okay. This is a good one. Uh, I actually wanted to land on this one because I thought about it a lot, but uh, a, a, a second fan side question, two episodes in a row to our boy, Jesse. He's looking out for us. Thanks so much for uh, pitching in and helping out. But this question is, who was the best movie president? Think of all the presidents uh, that have been in movie not actual presidents, obviously, but like Harrison Ford and Air Force One, like Morgan Freeman and Deep Impact, uh, the president from uh, Independence Day, Bill Pullman. Um, I thought it was a great question. I'm so glad. Thanks so much, guys, uh, for throwing that one out there. And be sure to leave some more so we can uh, add to our wheel of side quests um so justin let's start with you who's your favorite movie president
1: uh, so, well you you kind of stole my thunder a little bit by mentioning uh independence day and bill pullman because obviously he was a great 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 man great president great leader uh kind of they did him wrong in the sequel to that movie but that's it's no big deal but what sequel? But exactly what sequel I'm going to go with something a little bit different, and I'm going to go with 2006 movie Idiocracy and say Terry Crews as the president.
0: Wow. That, I definitely did not see that one coming. Drinking Mountain
2: Dew. Just
1: destroying Uh, the world and being a badass and President Camacho and... He was just, he was just so off the wall and so wacky, and it was such an underrated movie. And I think it's so applicable to what we're going through in in twenty twenty that it has to be stated.
0: That's great. Terry Crews is such a, he is so hilarious in anything he's in. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know if you guys have caught that. Like every oh, yeah. episode. Oh such my, a good show. so good. All right, Jeff, what's yours? Any any movie presidents that come to mind that so were your drawn favorite? A,
2: drawn a blank, but I just I did watch a movie. Uh, last night, I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's called Doctor Strangelove. Kind of mm-hmm. love that movie. It's Peter Sellers, you know, plays the Pink Panther. Um, so the there's a present in that movie, which is pretty funny, at least from what I recalled from last night. Um, just the whole movie itself. So I I'm just gonna choose him. I'm trying to remember what his name was because I was more focused on Peter Sellers' crazy character in that movie, but. Um, The president of that movie is just dealing with absurdity the entire film, which is pretty funny. Um, So I'll I'll go with that since it's fresh and fresh on my head. Okay,
1: good pick a good Stanley Kubrick movie. And uh, definitely that's a winner.
0: Yeah, I I have to choose um, a little old movie uh, with Han Solo. I know I mentioned him up front because he was my first and only pick when it came to. Like the best movie, President. There's so many one-liners, but Harrison Ford and Air Force One. I don't know if you can top that. It just makes you hate Russia. Uh, and Gary Oldman does such a great job as the villain. Um, I think just all his one-liner, like "Get off my plane." <laughs> Get off my plane. It's it was like from start to finish a very intense movie. I thought it was well written. I thought. I mean if that's on right now if it's ever on TV I'll catch it and watch it but um I don't know if you can beat Harrison Ford like that that's a movie where you're like, damn I'm proud to be an American thanks Harrison and he at the end oh no spoilers everybody go watch it, but Gary Oldman gets messed up so I found the name
2: of the president in <laughs> Dr Strangelove what's who is it President Merkham muffley that's there, there you, you go <laughs> If you Google him, it's
0: very iconic if you've seen the movie. How do you even come up with so. that name? Justin, how, how would you... Why? Who did that?
1: It's a mixture of you had too much to drink and you were trying to read what the TV screen said and they had just came up with that. <laughs> Your name is Mr. Haircut.
0: Yeah, it's like you put it into like a name generator. What was it again, Jeff? Meeky Merkley? Miki Merks? Merkin Muffley thats oh, it's terrible. That's terrible. That is terrible. Um,
1: <laughs> that win for you.
0: Wow, well good win. Good win. Um, yeah. So, uh, that was a great side question. Thanks so much, Jesse. We do appreciate it. I think we got time here for one more. I'm going to I want to do another spin of the wheel. What do you guys think?
2: Sure. Let's Let's, let's. spin
0: that wheel. All right, here we go. We want to move that her. bus. All right, here we go. What are we going to land on? Oh. All right. This is another good one. Um, And this one is actually brought to you by Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve, back to back. He did one on Halloween, and now we got another one. But uh, his question was, drink of choice, and how has it changed over the years? So since we were 21, legally able to drink, to now, what has your guys' drink of choice been, and has it evolved since that point in time? Jeff, let's start with you. Whew, that's a... It's a tough one.
2: Um, I mean, when I was younger, I did a lot of more hard alcohol. I guess like Jack Daniels, and then I switched to vodka, and now I just kind of drink uh, mainly beer and like good German or Belgian beer, not the bullshit you get here in the states, but good imported stuff. So um, there's a there's one German's called Leffe, L-E-F-F-E. That's um, one of my favorites at the moment. And then pretty much any good Hefeweizen, I will drink it. If it's if it's imported from Germany, it'll
0: be good. It's good. just guaranteed it'll be good. Mm, good choices. Justin, where, where are you at from uh, from young into uh, current old wise age?
1: Old wise age. I was a big gin fan for the longest time and would swear up and down by a good Tanqueray and tonic. And one day I ordered gin and tonic at a restaurant and i just did not like it i just did not tickle my funny bone anymore and that's about the time that i started to get into drinking old fashions which are very sweet and sugary and so i've stripped down from then and now i'm kind of a bourbon whiskey snob where i can just drink that shit straight up neat Mm. and be absolutely Great by it. I have to avoid rum at all costs. The Kraken messes me up beyond belief.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the flea machine on the Kraken. Yeah. He's taking a sip right now for us. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of somewhere in between you guys, too. I started pretty much with like vodka in college. But, I mean, obviously, like in college, you kind of jump around a lot. I, I think some places you only drink beer. But I, I kind of started out with vodka, and I still do enjoy drinking it. Um, but I like to mix it up now. I, I, I do enjoy drinking beer more nowadays than I did back in like my twenties. Um, I, I, don't know. I just kind of, I, I never was like a big beer snob or like, Hey, I got an app and I want to see how many I'm drinking and which ones. Oh, I've already had that before. Um, but I do enjoy like a good Jeff, like you said, a good half of Bison and good, like wheat beer or something like that. So yeah, I feel like Hard alcohol started in the beginning, pretty heavy. And then later in, I guess, early thirties here now, um, switching to beer a little bit, but still enjoy the cocktail. Uh, And it's all seasonal too. Like, I think depending on the season, I'll enjoy like, you know, summertime, like something mixed with a lemonade and wintertime, maybe something mixed with a Sprite. So um, yeah. I think a whiskey's
2: good around Christmas time. Yeah. A good whiskey or
0: scotch. Or, Get a uh, good
1: hot toddy in there. There
0: you go. <laughs> or what's it called? What's the cinnamon one? Uh, fireball.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, just all uh, the fireball.
0: All, all
2: and what's the... like the beach, the beach drink? Because I know, Justin, you and I got to start thinking about that. What is like the beach drink?
1: Mm-hmm. Sex on the beach, hold the beach, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, great. Bert... But no, we... Oops. Oops. oops we will come up with something though so eric do your outro i'm sorry i interrupted no you. no it's, it's
0: not at all it's a okay we are right at our 30 minute mark and we know you guys like it slow and controlled so we're gonna duck out here folks but thanks so much for joining us this was a great episode i had a lot of fun um i hope you guys enjoyed our twitch stream we'll have to do it again sometime give us feedback find us at Pod on pretty much every platform that you're allowed to go on. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think how we could end it tonight. I got
2: a great one, just, and I... I All right. You go. know, in in honor of uh, the new Xbox and PlayStation, Eric, why don't you give us your best um, PlayStation loading screen noise? When you turn it
0: on and you hear that infamous... Oh, God, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what does it sound like? You got hold, Here, give me a little hint, and then, and then I'll do it. It's kind of the X and then it kinda of spins a bit and it makes that
2: noise.
0: But what about the PlayStation 2? Like that one was pretty cool where it just you kinda of float around the screen. Uh, how about
1: this? Let's just cut the let's cut the difference and give us your best Sega.
0: Sega
2: Sega <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>